Hello and welcome to episode 79 of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. You really want to promote, you may want to create a native video, like you may want to actually create a recorded video. It's like a promo video. And then you make that video, like what are you going to talk about? When can they expect it? The link to go and click that reminder. That's the call to action, especially on Facebook and YouTube. Hello, my name's Ian Anderson Gray. And in this episode of the Confident Live Marketing Podcast, I'm joined by Rob Balasabas to talk about five ways on how to get more viewers to your live streams. We all want that, don't we, if we're really honest. But first... Looks like it's time for something completely nutty. Oh, well, there we go. I just wanted to say that this is the last week I'm going to be doing two episodes per week for the podcast. So the last couple of weeks, been this has been coming out on a Tuesday and a Friday. I just wanted to test it out. So I'd love to know what you think about having two episodes per week. Was it too much? Was it too few? But anyway, from next week onwards, we're going back to just being on the Friday. And if you want to know more, all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash podcast where you can subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. And I'd love it if you could review my podcast in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate that. And that would be a great way for me to spread the word, to get this out to more and more people who I know would really benefit from this podcast. I think it's time to get on with the show. This is the Confident Live Marketing Podcast. Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray, helping entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits through the power of live video. Gain confidence in front of the camera, confidence with technology, and confidence with the content and marketing. Together, we can go live! Hello, it's Ian Anderson Gray here for the Combat Alive Marketing Show. This is episode 79. And in today's show, we're going to be talking about five easy ways to get more viewers to your live streams. I'm joined by Rob Balasabas, who does lots and lots of things, including working for TubeBuddy, but he is also an amazing creator and live streamer. And I can't wait to introduce you to him. The show notes for this will be at iag.me forward slash 79. That's iag.me forward, forward slash. I always stumble over the forward slash. Forward slash 79. But today's show, as always, is sponsored by my good friends at Content 10X. A few weeks ago, I had Amy, the founder of Content 10X on the show, talking about LinkedIn in, uh, specifically. But live video is such an amazing platform or, or format to be able to then repurpose across the various destinations. It's a great way, once you've created that content, there's lots of planning obviously involved, there's the tech to sort out, but once you've done that, you created a piece of content that then can be taken into a plethora of different content, whether that's uh, into a YouTube video, a LinkedIn video, to a blog post, or a podcast, which is what I do. And so this is what Content X does. They are the complete content repurposing a platform and a service. And so definitely check them out at content10x.com and also check out their LinkedIn, uh, their LinkedIn 10x service, which is really, really awesome. Now, if you don't, um, you don't have to hire them, of course, you can learn how to do it yourself. And they've got so many resources on how to do this. They've got a book, they've got a podcast, they have a blog, and they've got so many things to share. So definitely check out Content 10x. And I thank you, Amy, and the team for sponsoring this show. Just go to content10x.com. Okay, it is time to introduce my guest to the show, Rob Balasabas, who is an awesome guy we met 
earlier this year, and I think we might have bumped into each other before, but at Social Media Marketing World. Uh, Rob is the brand evangelist at TubeBuddy.com and speaks at various conferences, summits, podcasts, and live stream interviews. He creates a lot of content for his own channels, primarily on LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And he shares a lot of video marketing and creation strategies, live streaming tips, as well as tools and software reviews, basically videos to help you, the content creator. When he's not working, Rob is a husband and a dad. He loves to travel, which is a bit of a problem right now, but never mind. Drink coffee and explore new places with his family. Rob, welcome to the show. Hey, Ian, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for the introduction. Yes, traveling is a bit of a, a challenge right now, but we try. We do, we do our best locally. But yes, thanks for having me on. Excited for this, uh, for this conversation and uh, really dig into live streaming strategies. Yes. Yeah, well, we definitely need some help when it comes to this. We, we have talked about strategies before. We've, we've talked about how to promote your live streams. We had Lou Mangello on the show talking about the importance of community, but we haven't talked so much. Actually, we had Tim Sorn on, on the show to talk about promotion of video, live videos a while back, but we haven't, and, and, and uh, Tim and Jim uh, on, on the show, but we haven't talked specifically about how to get more viewers watching your live stream. So I'm really excited to pick your brains. I hope it's not gonna be too painful for you. Um, <laughs> it won't be. We're, we're always nice on this. I can see we've got uh, lots of lovely people watching. You've been very busy, Rob, in the comments. I can see that. Um, we've got Gabriel. Uh, is it, Gabriel's on the show over here replying. Um, hello, Doc. Great show yesterday. So yeah, you were on. Uh, you were doing quite a few live shows yesterday, weren't you? I noticed you doing restream yes, yesterday. Yes, yes, yeah. Right. Yesterday, yeah. yeah, yesterday was a busy day. <laughs> it was, it was a busy day. I could see, uh, and yes, and you've just said, ask any questions about live streaming, uh, content yes. creation, gear, YouTube, coffee. Unfortunately, I can't drink coffee anymore, but yeah, we'll, we can talk about coffee, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, Sean says, uh, watching the intro reminds me of how brilliant the show title is. That's cool. And uh Tim asks, so let's get it. Let's have a, a bit of a, a geeky start. Shall we start with uh, Tim's question, which is, uh, what kind of lighting uh, do you have, Rob? Because, and I, I have to say, sure. I, I um, complimented you on your lighting. Yeah, yeah. Let's l let's jump right into it. Tim, good question. Thanks. Um, yeah, I was just talking with Ian about this before we started recording and went live. Um, I'm in a room. I'm in a den in our condo, um, and so there's no windows, uh, and so I've had to be quite creative a little bit. I'd like to think with lighting. Uh, watch a lot of YouTube videos on uh, people building their home studios and things like that. Uh, so what I have is basically there's four lights. There's two softbox lights from Amazon. Actually, all of them is from Amazon, um, and uh, they're about $100 for a pair. I can't, um, but they're basically softbox lights. They're maybe about three by two um, softbox lights. Uh, so there's two of them that I'm looking at right now. Behind me, there are these, I'll get them right here. I don't know if you can see them uh, in, but there's these lights. And so they've got these little film that you can kind of take in and out, and they're colored, and they give some depth to, you know, this box that I'm in, uh, you know, when I'm recording and doing videos and live streams. So that's really my lighting uh, here. You know, obviously, if you have, uh, a, if you're in a space where there's windows, then, and you don't want to spend, you know, uh, sort of like, you know, money on gear and lighting, then you can just look out the window and uh, work with that. That's the best type of light, you know, natural light during the day, um, looking out the window and then pointing the camera back at you. Um, that's the best way to really get that natural look. Uh, but yeah, that's the lights mm. that I have, Ian. That's awesome. Yeah. And just, just for podcast listeners, just to describe that, that, that those little lights are these LED the LED lights, aren't they? And they're quite small. And you've put this little blue film over it just to color it, just to so that if you're listening to the podcast, you understand. And yeah, they, they look really cool. And of course, like I, I totally agree with you. Like uh, daylight is great. But if you're live streaming in the evening or when the dark evenings start to come in, you know, if you're in the uh, in the Northern Hemisphere, then we might need to think about lights as well. Um, so yeah, thank you for that. Uh, that thank you for that, Rob. That's great. Um, and um, yes, uh, Tim is saying shout out to Jim Foos. Um, yes, I forgot, I forgot Jim's surname for, for some reason. So there we go. Uh, Tim and Jim were on the show a while back and it was a great show. Great to have you. Inside the lab watching on YouTube saying, hey, Rob and Ian, thanks for showing these nuggets. And Sean nice. also says uh, yours. Nice. So I think that, yeah, you were complimenting me on my intro. I was just making sure. That's great. Um, and Inside the Lab is watching from Maryland, USA. Great to see you. Uh, so yeah, if you're watching live, just let let me know where in the world you're watching from. We like to be we like to be global here. So Rob, 
can you um can you remember your first live video experience yeah and how did yeah, it go? very clearly very clearly <laughs> it was with um it was with eric sue who runs uh single grain uh in los angeles he's got a really awesome um agency out there and he has a show with neil patel and so this was during my days at thinkific and uh they invited us to hop on their daily i think it was a video podcast uh similar to what we're doing here uh ian and um and yeah so hopped on they said just join us when we go live on Facebook on your phone and then we'll bring you in as a guest through the Facebook app. And, uh, that's what we did. So I was like waiting for it. They're like, all right, we're going to go live. And so I was waiting for it, went live. And then I joined the live stream and then it was on your phone. So I was like, should we go this way? Or is it like portrait or landscape? <laughs> so anyways, we ended up, I was like sideways for like five minutes. Um, and then we were trying to troubleshoot the whole flight, like, for the first 10 minutes kind of thing. It was, it was, it was horrible, but, but yeah, that was, that was sort of like my, my, uh, the eye opener for me that like, okay, this is where brands and entrepreneurs and influencers are sort of, this is where they're playing. This is, you know, this is where they're exchanging attention, you know, that currency. I know Gary V talks about that. Uh, for those of you that are Gary V fans, um, you know, that's where they exchange their attention. You know, that's the, that's the currency, you know? And so, they, that's where they uh, collaborate. And so that's why I figured like, I need to start getting into videos and live streams and um, my, my glasses are fogging up, but, um, but yeah, so that's when, um, that's when we're like, okay, we need to invest some time and resources into figuring out live videos. And this is how we can collaborate with influencers and expand our reach from our office, from our home. And so that's kind of when my eyes really opened to that opportunity. Awesome. That's, that's really cool. So that, so you started on on your smartphone, and then obviously now you're broadcasting from your computer, and you're doing all that yeah. fancy stuff. But you started really simply, and I think that's a really important message to say to people. You know, don't overcomplicate things. You know, yes. start small, and over time you you can you can. There's loads of time to sort that out. That um, do you, I mean you don't strike me, Rob, as somebody who gets nervous, but maybe you do. I think sometimes um, sometimes people can look really full of confidence but like certainly the first time they the first few times they went live they're, they're really really nervous have you always just been quite confident with with all of that i mean just let us know how you no. feel about all of that that is that is actually uh surprising to hear uh it's a compliment thanks ian but i'm nervous right now <laughs> honestly i get nervous i get nervous about every single live stream i'm not uh, naturally a public speaker i'm uh you know just growing up it's not i'm like not the guy that's going to raise his hand to present in a group setting uh you know so i do well i do well in small groups but definitely i get nervous when i go live or when uh, i get in front of uh you know an audience or uh, when we were speaking at stages and things like that at conferences, I get nervous all the time. But I think it's a good energy, right? It's a good nervous energy. I think, um, you know, I'd, I'd love to get to a point where I don't get nervous anymore. But I think at that point, then maybe I'm not doing something that's exciting me anymore. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I definitely get nervous every single time. That makes us feel a lot better, you know, because <laughs> I, 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 guess I still get nervous every time. And actually, I, I honestly believe that if, if I didn't get nervous, I think I, it's probably time to stop. But I think mm. it's, it's turning that nervous energy into excitement. And I think you use that word excitement. You know, I think that's really important. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think people have said to me, you don't look nervous, Ian. And I would say the same to you. You know, Rob, you, you don't look nervous at all. You always look full of energy with all your videos. And I think that's, that's the key, isn't it? It's turning that, those nerves into that excitement in front of the camera. So um, yeah, if, if anyone's watching feels, feels scared about live video, you're not alone. <laughs> You're not, not alone. alone. Not alone. <laughs> um, I've just seen. I've, I missed. I missed uh, Sean's post from before, saying he's up at five thirty a.m. Wow! And he, the, there are two oceans separating us. He says because he's in Honolulu, in Hawaii. <laughs> My goodness, that's a bit of a bit of a, a distance away. I, I remember going to Honolulu in the mid 90s i'm going to show my age because I was I, <laughs> my background is my background is singing and uh, we sang in the cathedral in honolulu it was an amazing experience so uh yeah nice. the greetings nice. from, from, from there awesome uh so yeah inside the lab is saying uh, i saw the link on your community tab and wanted to learn more about live streaming so that's awesome um nice. thank you for joining us and i agree he also says i agree 
Rob, it is good energy. It wakes you up. I don't know what that's about. Is that about coffee or something? Yeah, I think it's about coffee. Yeah, I know Sean made a little <laughs> joke about coffee. It maybe is. It does help. Uh, you know, so I think for me, one of the things is that you just get excited. I get excited. I think yeah. one of the guys, um, when I was working at Thinkific, one of the guys there, he's like, whenever you go on camera, it kind of dulls you down an extra whatever number you want to pick. He's like, it dulls you down like 20%. So you need to kind of amp it up a little bit to even appear sort of your normal self. So from there, I was like, all right, well, I need to, you know, not be a different version of me, but I do, you do need to kind of, you know, get excited so that you can engage with the audience and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's so important. <laughs> that's so important. Well, I, I call that heightened authenticity. So I think there are, I, I call, mm. I, I have five, there are five levels. So it's so important to be yourself. And I think live video is a level four and level mm. five is speaking, doing a keynote at, um, in a big stadium in front of 20,000 people. And the reason I say that is because I think we need to put more energy into it than we actually think or that we feel comfortable with. Because the, 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 the camera's a bit of an energy sucking device. I think, that's, I think you'd agree with that, wouldn't you? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I like these interviews, you know, interview format live streams, because then you get to engage yeah. with somebody in real time kind of thing. You exactly. Know, that you get it, to talk it, to. it feels a lot more natural. So definitely. So yeah, just going back to the, the comment. So inside the lab says, I get nervous as soon as I click go live, but then it balances out about 10 minutes into the stream. I, I would agree. Although sometimes when the tech doesn't quite go to plan, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about increasing, increasing the number of viewers. Because I think sometimes when we're first starting out, and I wonder if anyone else watching or listening feels this, you, you're starting out and Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube has this number, this view account on the top left, mm-hmm. and it says zero. <laughs> and you feel like you feel, nobody loves me, nobody. <laughs> just like, and, and it's really hard, you know, particularly if you're, if you're broadcasting and it's just you, you're not talking to somebody else. It feels really difficult because you're like speaking to this vacuum. And yes, of course, there are people in the future. There are the replay viewers and stuff. And that's really, really important. But when we're just starting out, how, do, how can we get more live viewers? It's a really good question. And I think it's something that all content creators, live streamers are thinking about. You know, obviously, you want to make sure that your time has a return. That's something that especially if you're working within a brand, they're wondering, hey, what is the return on these live streams? You know, so um, I and and you said it really well there, Ian, is that, you know, if they're if you're just starting, you likely won't have too many people showing up. And that's totally fine. Um, you know, when they watch the replay, which they will see, you know, because more people actually watch replays. I know for our channels, for the TubeBuddy channel, whenever we go live, we'll have a pretty good, decent like turnout live. You know, we have a we've we've been doing it for quite a while. Um, Andrew has been doing it on our on the TubeBuddy team for way before I joined for many years, and so it's something that again, and I'll touch on this in a little bit, that people expect, and it's something that they know that they can expect that they it will happen every single week, and so it's kind of like your favorite show. You know, growing up, you know, there's, uh, you know, must-see TV. You know, we're going to date ourselves here, Ian. But uh, there's all these things, you know, when you had cable, <laughs> you had to be there. Like Simpsons was always on yeah. Sunday nights, you know, growing up. So I had to be home by, by 8 p.m. on Sunday because I wanted to watch The Simpsons. You know, it's kind of the same thing. That's one of the things you want to you think about. So, um, yeah, so the first thing I would say, Ian, is that schedule your live streams. Um, on Facebook, you can schedule up to, I believe, a week before, like down to the minute, uh, one week ahead before you go live on YouTube, you can schedule quite a ways ahead, but I would say schedule four to five days before you live stream. You know, Ian scheduled this on LinkedIn events, on uh, Facebook, on YouTube. Um, and so that really allows you to then promote the live stream, you know, on YouTube right now, uh, inside the lab, uh, inside the lab PC tech, that's my friend Terrence. Um, he saw it in my community tab. So uh, the only way I can promote this live stream that Ian did to my community tab on, on YouTube is if he, Ian had scheduled the, uh, the live stream, which he did. So scheduling your live streams ahead of time allows you to promote ahead of time. So you can schedule on, you can share on social media. Once you have a scheduled live stream, you can send it to your email list, your community, your Patreon, you know, you can send it out. So that's, that's probably the first thing that I would do. You do that for every yeah. stream, Ian? Yeah, I always schedule all of all of my shows because because of that one thing because you get that link uh, that mm-hmm. you can then share out to email and, and other places. So I, th- I think that's really important. Facebook at the moment is 
got a, there's a little bit of a bug going on, so it's actually mm. very difficult to kind of get the link. So you have to jump through a few hoops. But hopefully in the future, Facebook will have sorted that out. Now, you mentioned about YouTube, about uh, you yep. shared it. And um, I, I, that kind of popped up on my feed that uh, Rob has, has shared your post. I thought, has shared your video. And I thought, oh, that's really cool. And then, of course, I've, I'd forgotten about the whole community tab, which I mm -hmm. believe is only available if you have over a thousand subscribers on YouTube. Can you maybe just share a little bit more about that, people who haven't come across that part of YouTube? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you get a community tab once you get a thousand subscribers on YouTube. And it's kind of like a Facebook feed, kind of like an Instagram feed. You can do polls, you can share images, you can share share GIFs or, or GIFs, however you say it. Um, and, and you can put links as well that are clickable. So a uh, common thing that a lot of YouTube creators will do is, you know, they'll share videos directly because uh, when you, if you click on a YouTube video and you click share, um, if you have the community tab, there's actually a little red button that says share. Uh, to your community. So it's very easy to do um, if you've reached a thousand subscribers. Um, so, so that's a really good way to, again, share upcoming events. Um, you share other videos, you know, um, you know, interviews like this that you're a guest on uh, to share with your community. So, yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for that. And uh, I, I, so, yeah, if you got under a thousand subscribers, don't worry, you know, if you start to grow your channel, yeah. you will eventually get there. And there are, there are all these little magic numbers of subscribers that you suddenly get all these like new little things. I think the next one's 10,000 where you get, is it super chats or something? There's, there's, yeah, yeah, there's a few yeah, extra yeah. things you get. Yeah, there's a there's right. a the whole it's a gamification. YouTube has been very smart with gamifying <laughs> the way you grow your channel there. Yes, absolutely. Definitely, definitely. Right. Well, I can see some more comments coming through, coming in. Uh, so uh, this is from uh, Sean says, still wait. Oh, you know, I hear this so often. Oh, LinkedIn, uh, Sean yeah. says, still waiting for my LinkedIn live approval. Uh, feeling like the last mate picked for footy side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel you. It's, it's, and we talked about this a lot on the show because uh, I, I think my advice to you is just keep on keep on applying. And from what I, what I gather, you know, if, if you are creating a lot of video content for LinkedIn, uh, that looks good. If you're creating a regular live show on another platform and you're being consistent, mm -hmm. I think consistency is important as well. And they're not, mm -hmm. LinkedIn aren't always looking for marketing things. So if you can show that you do, you actually talk about other things as well as marketing, then that's good. They don't really want you to talk about LinkedIn live on LinkedIn live. They don't want, really want any meta stuff. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Have you got any advice on, on LinkedIn live? Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a lot. This this comes up a lot as well. Um, I know. I think we got access uh, around the same time. But yeah, I mean, you know, in all honesty, guys, uh, I'm going to be really open here. Is that uh, I have LinkedIn Live access. I go live on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I guess what I'm what I want to say is that you know, if you're not if you don't have LinkedIn Live access, you're not missing out on too much because there's still a huge opportunity with natively uploaded videos on LinkedIn. Uh, so, you know, the shelf life of those videos um, are much longer. Obviously, pros and cons. Uh, LinkedIn Live, you get to engage with your audience in real time. Uh, but yeah, just continue uploading natively uploaded videos. So like recorded videos that you upload to LinkedIn, um, that will, you know, that will help. Um, and then just going live on other platforms so that you can show them like, hey, I know how to do live streams and I know how to engage an audience and I, I can be you know, uh, I can bring value and we can do all of this on LinkedIn Live. Uh, go check me out on YouTube and Facebook Live and all these other platforms. So um, just continue mm. reapplying um, at some point. I'm sure you'll get approved. Yeah, I'm sure that will happen. Uh, so mm. Inside the Lab, by the way, who is Inside the Lab? What, what was the name of Inside the Lab? You think Terrence, you Terrence. Hey, Terrence. Terrence. Hey, Terrence. So great to see you. Uh, it's very powerful and something I learned from Rob on the top of import of on the top of the importance of having a run of show. So definitely. Sit uh, Rego says, Ian Rob is a major connector. I definitely know that he's amazing. So many uh, of my connections over six months have been because of uh, Rob's happy happy hour Zoom calls. Uh, so definitely, <laughs> I would agree with that. And uh, Charles says, exact problem. No viewers on my live stream. My uh, mm. Facebook is very active. My um, over 1,000 plus. My LinkedIn is 7,000 plus. I go live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central time. I mm -hmm. schedule in advance to promote my fourth week, excellent guest, but my viewership is in single digits. Maybe I'm not that interesting. I th I'm sure that is not the case. And, you know, yeah. I, 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 would, I would say don't obsess over the numbers. But have you got any, any what would be your response to that? 
Yeah, yeah. Don't definitely don't obsess over the numbers. There's so many things. Again, you know, the replay viewer and all those things. Um, you know, there's so many. I mean, if if it's okay, Ian, I've got a, a couple other like tips here to get more people to join you live. Yeah, that's okay. All right, cool. Yeah. So, um, so the the next thing is probably be consistent. So, uh, you know, Ian is very consistent every single week. He's showing up again, similar to the way that I think it works with YouTube. Is uh, you know, if you're trying to grow your YouTube channel. You need to be consistent. You need to make sure that your audience knows that you are going to show up every single week or every single day, you know, every Friday, whatever that is, you know, let them know when to expect you and communicate that, right? You know, so, um, and people can see, like they can see, you know, if it's your podcast or YouTube, they can kind of see when is the last upload, when's the last two or three uploads. Okay, it looks like every single five days ago, you know, 14 days ago, one month ago. So be consistent, be consistent with you know, the live streams. You know, it's not something that you just, if you want to build something, it's not something you just like, let me try it a couple of times and then let me see what happens. You know, you have to have a plan going into it, you know, that you are going to be consistent. How, how often are you uploading or sorry, uh, going live, Ian? So the moments I'm going with this show, it's twice a week. Uh, and then I do yeah. a, another show with, with Restream. So there are three main shows every week. And I think you're so right. The consistency is, is it's not everything. But it is so, so important. And I think it's important yeah. for building your audience. It's also important for you learning to be better, to, for your confidence, yes. for the tech and all those things. But yes. one thing that I find with, with consistency that's really, really hard is sometimes that number, if, if it is low in your mind, that can do weird things with your brain and you can stop, you, you can stop being consistent because you, mm. you feel like giving up. And so I think we need encouragement, you know, so actually do, you know, yeah. do get people watching, you know, do, you know, if you've got people in your community, let them know about it and get them to come along and watch it. Sometimes you, you know, give yourself a little bit of a helping hand right at the start, I think. And uh, don't give, yeah. don't give up, don't give up, please don't give up. Yeah, don't yeah, care. I agree. I agree. That's not something I was actually thinking about, but it is like very important to have a community and not just a community mm. of the people that is your audience, you know, your potential customers and the people that you're trying to join you on your stream and watch you, uh, but the people, the other people that are in your industry, you know, for me, it's Ian and it's, you know, uh, Stephanie Liu and all these amazing, you know, live streamers. And, you know, we have little pockets mm. of community and Facebook chats and stuff like that. And, you know, sharing ideas and resources and just like really encouraging each other as well. Uh, so, so yeah, very important. Good. Good, good point that, there, that's again. that's really important. I'm glad you glad you mentioned that. But make sure that those communities that you don't then start to compare compare yourself in a negative way. That because that's always yeah. a problem. You can look. You know, this has been a problem for me in the past. Uh, I will look at another live video creator and think, oh, I could never be as good as them, and all this kind of stuff. And it's and it's it's ridiculous that we think these things. But again, being totally honest, um, that can sometimes happen. But the, these these communities that I'm in, you know, you mentioned some fabulous names there. They are, they are really encouraging and we, we do encourage each other. We help each other. So supportive, you know, and I'd definitely put you in that community too, Rob. You know, it's, it's so wonderful to be there uh, with, with these other people that help us along the way because we, we do need help. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, absolutely. that's cool. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So Tom was saying, he's saying a question, do you use a run of show? And mm. yes. It's printed yes. out. And, <laughs> I, love um, it. I am actually thinking of, uh, of getting a, a teleprompter, not to have a script, but actually to put, have, the, have the run of show on that, um, which I, I will let you know how, that, how I get on with that. So I, there's loads of other comments coming through, but do you have a, what would be your next tip for us? My, my next tip is, um, uh, you know, Charles, uh, you know, to Charles's uh, comment and sort of like, yeah, comment here and question on LinkedIn Live. Um, is have guests like if you're doing a solo show and you're finding that it's a bit of a struggle to you know you know grow your show think about collaborations and having guests join you um, because that allows you to have again like a very organic conversation it's more engaging sometimes you know it's a little nicer to watch it's more uh you know you get to sort of learn from two people as a viewer rather than just one. Um, and again, the in terms of promotion, it allows you to, hopefully your guest is willing to share your show uh, with their audience as well uh, and their networks. And so then that allows 
their audience to join you. And most likely, if you're if you're in the same industry, then those are also people that you want to connect with. Um, and I know that for our world here, you know, live streaming world and marketing and YouTube and social media, um, you know, I feel like there is no competition, you know, like there's so many people that are in say talking about Facebook ads or yeah. YouTube growth, and they're just collaborating with each other because they understand that the ocean of customers is so big and so vast that there's no fear of like, Oh, I don't want to share you with my audience because you might, they might go to you instead of me, you know? So, so yeah, have a guest, uh, invite them in. Absolutely. And yes, okay. The tech is a, perhaps a little bit more difficult, but not really with, with the tech these days. I mean, there's so many software out there that makes it really, really easy. Um, and yeah, you, you're so right. I mean, I, I think when it comes to bringing on guests, they, they may be in the old world, you know, there might've been, you might see them as competition, but they're not, you know, because in yeah. this world, there are so many, you know, we, you know, you're actually probably doing, um, bringing people over who they can share their expertise and that th th their perfect customer are not going to be your perfect customer and vice versa. So that's right. I think that's, that's really, really important. So I, I totally agree with you on that one. Uh, that's yeah. fabulous. Um, uh, so this is, um, this is interesting. Uh, replay viewer is key. Yesterday, the Ecom team had about 250 live viewers, but the beta group or the beta group uh, sign up was well over uh, 10x. Uh, and that is still moving as we speak. And I think that's important. I think in your head, we look at the number in the, in the top left corner, but you've got mm -hmm. to think to the future and think about that replay audience as well. So That's right. fabulous tips so far. Before we get on with some more of your tips, I wanted to ask, you know, are there any mistakes, you know, that we're making? What are all, I suppose I'll ask you this. Well, what are the biggest mistakes that you see us making when it comes to the whole promotion and getting more live viewers? Uh, would you say, for example, just not promoting, not letting anyone know about it or are there other things? Yeah, definitely. That's definitely one huge mistake is not having a plan in place. So if you're like, hey, you know what? I think I could do these live streams, you know, I see people in my, you know, in my industry and I see other people doing it, you know, I think I could do it, you know, and, uh, just trying to really like, okay, well, how do I do it? Okay, cool. This is the tool that I use. All right, let's, let's just go live and, you know, and not bringing value, not having a plan. I think that is a huge mistake, you know, um, common, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Steve Dotto, Ian, uh, taught me when we were, when I was still at Thinkific, he says, you know, every video, every minute, make it count, right? Like yeah. make it count. Like, don't just go live talking about like, hey, yeah, how's everyone doing? You know, I'm just kind of like, I've got some free time. I thought I'd hang out and like have a plan, like either bring them value by way of educating them, teaching them something new, entertaining them or inspiring them, sharing a story that might up uplift them, you know? So, so yeah, not having a plan is a huge, huge mistake. And you'll definitely see like, your show won't even get off the ground, you know, unless you're super interesting and people just, you already have a huge audience in another platform, you know, maybe you already have a huge, you know, Instagram audience or uh, a YouTube channel that's massive, um, where you have loyal audiences that already know you through your other content in the past, that when you go live, it's like, I already know this person. So I'll just like, I'll hang out with them just for, you know, really no reason. I'll just hang out here just because I know them. I like them. They've provided me value in the past, but have a plan when you go live. Planning is definitely a good idea. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know what I'd do without a plan. I think it would all fall to, <laughs> fall to bits. Uh, Sean is saying uh, hashtag team lights camera live. That's Stephanie Liu's That's right. uh, hashtag, which is great. I'm a big fan of Stephanie. She's awesome. Uh, and she is, I've definitely asked her to come on the show. I, don't th I think she hasn't quite confirmed, but I'm hoping that's going to happen really, really soon. That would yeah, be awesome. awesome. Bradley says, being consistent means a lot. You want folks to expect you to be online at certain times and days and not wait on your scheduler to remind them. And that is so true. Mm -hmm. Would you say in terms of like letting people know, so we can use, you know, like social media management tools, we can like tweet it out, we mm -hmm. can send it on email and the, the thing that you did, if, you, if you've got the community tab on YouTube, so you can share it that way. Are there, are there any other ways that we can use? I mean, I don't know, there's Facebook Messenger bots, but then there's a, there are other things that we could potentially do from a kind of a geeky tooly way, are there? Yeah, no, I mean, I think those are pretty much the ones that we do. Um, you know, if it's it, sometimes if it's a if it's something that's you really want to promote, you may want to create a native video like you may want to actually create you know, a recorded video where you kind of, it's like a pro promo video. Like, Hey guys, I'm really excited. I'm going to be having Ian Anderson Gray join me this Friday. 
Uh, and then you make that video, like, what are you going to talk about? When, when can they, you know, expect it, the link to go and click that reminder. That's the call to action, especially on, on Facebook and YouTube. There's a reminder button and that's typically like pushing everybody go, Hey, here's the scheduled live. It's going to happen this Wednesday. Make sure you click that reminder button. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you click that reminder button. Um, you know, especially on YouTube, you know, I know YouTube typically will email you when, you know, a live stream that you want to, you know, that you set a reminder on, they'll email you. But I know, I, I believe that there's some like updates happening or already starting to happen where they will actually, they're pulling back on those reminder emails. So you have to find your own ways to get your audience over to your show. So mm. um, yeah, all the, t- all the things that you mentioned there. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, it's important just to, just to try these things out. And, and that brings me on to my next question, which is, and, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure people have asked you this before. When's the best time of day to do my live show? And the answer is kind of depends, I'm sure. But, you know, how do you test this out? You know, this is something I've been playing around mm. with a lot. You know, have you had any, any thoughts on that, on, on that kind of million dollar question? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a really interesting one. Um, you can look at your analytics. Um, again, going back to YouTube, just because that's my primary world that I that I live and play in. Um, but inside of your analytics on YouTube, there is there's actually uh, if you go into analytics and go into the reach tab, you can see there's like a calendar, kind of like a a typical grid calendar, and it tells you when your audience, your subscribers, are most on like when they are actually consuming content on YouTube. So a lot of people will use this data um, to basically determine when they go live. Like, hey, it looks like, like it tells you, it's like, it's like in shades of purple. So, you know, the more purple, the darker the purple, that's when more of your viewers and subscribers are actually consuming content on YouTube. So you can then kind of use that data and say like, okay, well, it looks like, you know, they're mostly during my morning or mostly during my afternoon. And then you pick the time there. So you know, that's, that's on YouTube and you can kind of play with that. The other thing that you can do is you can multi-stream. So let's say, you know, and you can do that with uh, restream here. Um, you can multi-stream. So you can go live on YouTube and Facebook and all those things. And then you can go back and say, okay, well, it looks like my audience was really engaged. There's a lot of people showing up on YouTube, but not so many people showing up on Facebook. I wonder why. And then you kind of look back into your analytics look back into your Facebook group, you know, your Facebook page analytics and kind of see where's your audience, you know, where are they coming from? Where do they live? You know, and it might just be as simple as that. Like if most of your audience is in the UK or in Europe versus if your audience is in Asia or North America, then you just have to kind of be logical with that and put that into mind. Like, you know, let's try to hit them in their morning time or after work, right? That sort of thing. And just play around with it. And eventually you'll come to uh, an understanding of the most optimal time to go live. And the other school of thought that I know some people go by is that your audience can be trained. So uh, that's totally opposite. It's just like, I just want to go live at my lunch break. And so if my audience wants to, then that's when I'll go live. So it is almost like, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, I guess. If like, if you're only going live at noon, then you're going to catch an, an audience that is engaged at noon, you know, your local time. So, you know, there's, there's two schools of thought there that I think uh, are possible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I love, I love that answer. I mean, there is, there is no simple answer to that. And, and I think both of those things are really, really important to say. It, it's, Yes, I think you, you've got to look, looking at the data and, and thinking about your audience is important, but it's also got to work with you. You know, if you've got a family, yeah. you, you, you know, like nine o'clock in the evening might be the best time for, in terms of the analytics, but that's not necessarily going to work for you as a family. And, and so, you know, this is the, this time for me, 4 p.m. in the UK, which I, I believe is 8 a.m. For you, did we start yes. at eight AM? Which is a bit yeah. early. I, so thank you, Rob. But um, but <laughs> I do find I do find this works pretty well for my US audience and uh, and and Canadian mm-hmm. audience, North American audience. Uh, but then, so on a Tuesday though, I do an eleven AM or eleven thirty AM one. So that's good for I could just about get my Australian friends and people in the UK and Europe. So I do two shows to try and I, I don't know whether that's the best strategy, but that's what I'm trying at the moment, and it's working pretty well. So just try out what what works for you. Um, great, exactly. got some uh, some great uh, comments here. Terence was saying uh, I printed my first one out to. I'm not sure what this is. is. This to do with? Oh, this is to do with the um, the the show notes, I think, isn't it? So yeah, printed yeah. that, and now I use <laughs> nice. my iPad with bullet bullet points, which is awesome. Um, 
Now, what else? Uh, oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you should see my high tech um, standing desk. Uh, no expense spared. It's basically <laughs> four four paint pots on top of my desk, and then I put an IKEA table on top of that. So there we go. No, no expense spared. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a concept. It's a concept model Proto- <laughs> prototype. We, we've got some shameless self promo from Sean. Well, we'll forgive you. Tech is not difficult if you follow my show. I'll teach you. Thank you for that. And uh, Bradley also says. <laughs> Uh, it can be as simple as saying see you next week in your video which I totally agreed let people know when they're when you're next going to go live and little video ads and posts are good too Instagram images are good for that so we had uh, Amy yes. Woods on the show talking about you can turn your live videos into video babies they can have babies that you know little <laughs> little one minute two minute videos that you can so either, either pre-promote or post-promote your videos which is um, which is great and Terrence also says time and day is something that I'm Still, um, still experimenting with, and we've also got I'm the you one and only watching from Dallas, Texas, in the U.S. Great to see you. Nice. Well, just before we get on with the final segment of this, it is time to bring in my next sponsor, which is Streamyard. Now, I talk a lot about loads of different tools on the show. Uh, I've talked about loads of them, and that's my job really to review them and to to give as much information on on all the different ones. But StreamYard is a great tool because it's very easy to use. It works within the browser. You can do so much in it. You can, for example, you can highlight comments on the screen. You can add your own titles. You can have up to nine guests on your show without any extra software. You can share your screen. You can add brand colors. You can stream to Facebook, Periscope, LinkedIn Live, YouTube, and more. And if you're feeling fancy, you can use green screens as well. And all of that is on the free version. But if you want to do even more, The paid version allows you to add your own logo, overlays, backgrounds, videos, and multi-streaming to up to seven destinations. So if you want to find out more, all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash StreamYard. And I thank you, StreamYard, for sponsoring this show. Really appreciate it. You're listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Awesome. So just as we finish, have you got any other tips for us? Because I know there were five and I've, to be honest, I've lost count. <laughs> I've lost count as well. I think <laughs> the only, I've lost count. I think we're, we're fairly close. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the other things I just want to mention really quickly is, yeah, multi-streaming is a great way. So if you're just starting out and you have like a bunch of, you know, a pay, a Facebook page, LinkedIn, if you have LinkedIn live access, YouTube channel, Twitter, all those things. Um, and you don't know where to go, like where's your audience and where are they at, you know, um, then just multi-stream, like just multi-stream, go out and multi-stream to all the different channels at the same time. And then after the stream is done, kind of look back and say like, okay, well, it looks like my, actually my Twitter audience is very engaged. So let's figure that out. You know, my, my Facebook audience, not so much. So what's happening there? Um, also, Another thing to pay attention to are the questions and the quality of the questions, because what you may find is like, hey, the questions that are coming from my YouTube audience is very, you know, it's very complex. Like they understand what I do, my product, my services really well uh, versus my Facebook audience that is like they're asking very beginner basic questions about what I do, about my industry. So then that also helps you with the content that you're going to create, the recorded type of content, you know, the organic content that you're going to create. And so maybe on Facebook, you're just creating very introductory content, uh, basics, beginner stuff, top of funnel. Uh, whereas on YouTube, you are getting down to the very complex, you know, uh, getting close to like being a little bit more aggressive, maybe with your calls to action and your purchase, you know, questions. So that will help you there. So yeah, multi-stream, that will really help. Yeah, I love I love multi-streaming. And it is so much easier now than it used to be. It used to be that you would, well, you'd, you'd even have to fire up a server and, and get, get your hands dirty with oh. coding and all this kind of stuff. My, we, uh, my, my friend, Mike Russell, I don't know if you know Mike Russell from Music Radio Creator, but he came on the show to talk about his progression. And, and now it's so much easier. You know, you can use tools like Restream and, and uh, StreamYard and, and, and tools like that that make it so much easier. So that's definitely something, a great way of experimenting. I totally agree with you. We talked about having a, a run of show, having, having a plan of what you're going to say. That's really important. I've talked in the past mm-hmm. about having like a checklist of all the things from a tech point of view, such as check your microphone, check your internet speed, check that everything's working, <laughs> that you can hear your guest and there's no echo. But is, do you think it's a good idea to have a process or a checklist for 
the promotional side of things, you know, and do you have one? I mean, what, what is your kind of your process for all of that? Yeah, checklists are important. We have a checklist for, uh, I use Trello, uh, manages my whole work life. Um, and so I have a checklist for live streams uh, down from like very beginning from like scheduling a guest, sending them the Calendly, sending them my type form to get all of their information, creating the thumbnail, scheduling that, you know, all those things, you know, sending them the email, just like you did with, with me here, uh, Ian, you sent me an email with all the links for all the scheduled live streams. You sent me the images that I can use and essentially copy that I can also use when I share this on social. So make it easy for your guests. If you have guests that are joining you, make it easy for them to share your, uh, your, your show. Um, so yeah, having a checklist is really important. Again, it's, it's just consistency, right? And so to be consistent, it's like kind of doing the same thing all over and over again, obviously making some tweaks as you go. You're like, hey, maybe I should change this and this a little bit. But, you know, 99% of the time, it's always the same. And that's how you're consistent. So, yeah, having a checklist. We have a checklist for live streams. We have a checklist for any videos that we create for our YouTube channel. All those things, checklists are, are very important. That's awesome. Awesome to know. So that's interesting. You use Trello. Yeah. In a sense, I suppose it doesn't really matter what tool you use, as long as you have a process. No. No. I use Asana. I know people that just write it down, have a checklist. And the only way to really get a checklist going is, well, learn from other people, you know, and you will have learned a lot, I know, yeah. from Rob today. And so you can start creating that checklist. But the other way, it's just doing it. And mistakes will happen. I'm sorry to say this, but you will make mistakes. And then you'll be able to learn oh, I need to put that in my process. Oh, I forgot to let my guest know about the, the scheduled link. So I need, to, I need to give them that next time. And that's how I'm sure you would say the same, that my, my process has evolved. I'm sure your process has evolved as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Checklist, like again, just I can't stress that enough. Like, like literally I could share it with you guys, but yeah, checklist for all the little things and it's a living and breathing thing. It always changes every single week. We'll add something, we'll remove something. Um, and then also as, a, as, as you grow, so if you, you know, your business gets to the point where it's like, okay, well, I want to bring in a VA or an assistant or a marketer uh, to help me with my process and take this away from me off my plate. Then you have a process already down that they can just essentially step into and it's easy to train them and, and scale up your, you know, your show that way as well. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to get an assistant further down the line, then it, you've got to make sure that you have a really tight system at the start. Don't just expect a virtual mm. assistant to kind of like sort everything out for you <laughs> and it all being magic. Uh, Mitchell, it, Mitchell Dong's here. He says, loves the tips so far. Uh, run of show is so important. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I would be, where would I be without that? Uh, great tip here. This is a bit more of a geeky tip, but I love this one. We like geeky tips, don't we, Rob? Um, we like geeky tips, yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, when sharing your YouTube videos on an other mobile-first platforms like Instagram, be sure to use deep links so your followers can watch and comment on the YouTube app versus the default browser it opens in. So this is, this is really interesting, and I've been experimenting with this recently. So just if you've never heard of deep links, it sounds a bit weird. But basically, this will, if you share a, a link that is a deep link uh, on Facebook and somebody clicks on that, so say for, say for example, it is you're linking to a YouTube video, uh, you can put that link on Facebook and it, and it will let the phone know to open it in the YouTube app, not in the browser. I think I'm explaining that right. Rob, I that's you. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And there, there is a difference. There is a difference. You'll, if you click it, you'll t you can tell because you're not logged in. Like if you're in the browser, some, most people are not logged into their YouTube yes. account on their browser, but they are on their YouTube app. So there's a difference. You'll tell, you can tell like, oh, this is not the YouTube app. This is a browser. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. And, and that's yeah. really Mitch important. Is, Mitch is brilliant. Yeah, that's such a good, that's a good, really good tip. And that's so important because if you want people to get people opening the, the YouTube app to get to your video that way so that they can actually like and subscribe to your channel as themselves. Whereas if they're doing that in the browser, they won't be able to do that probably. So I think that's a really, really exactly. good tip. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And Sean, Sean says, you're trying to make us jealous of, of being in Honolulu. I use coconut skin for my checklist. Thanks for that. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's great. So just as we finish, I, I think, I mean, I don't know whether you've got any more tips on that, but I wanted to just, before we finish, just to, ask you what your top gear, live video gear and tools are. You know, what do you use in, in your system? Because, Ooh. you know, we talked about your lighting, which looks yeah. very fancy. 
And if you're listening to the podcast, <laughs> you can all you need to do is go to iag.me forward slash 79 and you can check out the video of this um, and check, check out Rob's lighting because it's great. But yeah, just maybe give us a bit of an insight into what you use from a tech sure. gear point of view. Yeah, I mean, okay, so if you're just starting out, you know, again, um, you can just start out with your laptop. Uh, so I prefer doing live streams on my laptop. You can also do them on your phone, but it's just, you know, you're limited um, and you have to figure out how the phone will look and all that stuff. And it's, yeah, so it's just limited. But I usually use my laptop. So I'm, I'm a Mac guy, so I have a, a Mac. You can use your webcam. Um, you know, the next thing up from that would be investing into, you know, some type of camera. So you, there's lots of, you know, Logitech, you know, has some really uh, good webcams. Um, the next step from that with video is a an actual DSLR camera. So I use a Canon M50. I think most people know that, that, that tune into my uh, live streams and stuff. I talked about that a lot. Uh, so I use that as a webcam using the Ecamm virtual cam uh, just with a USB cable. So um, if you understood that, then that's good. <laughs> if you don't, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, but that's very straightforward. It just gives me, you know, a better camera, you know, um, just a better camera quality, video quality. Um, as far as audio, you know, you can, if you, if you can, I'm just trying to look, but like just a headset is okay. At the very least, try to use a headset. That way you're speaking and your, your voice is going directly as possible, as much as possible into um you know your uh your mic on your headset rather than like the laptop um mic which doesn't focus the audio in so try to use a headset again these are like twenty dollars sometimes it comes with your laptop uh, the next step from that would be some type of uh, external mic so i use a blue yeti there's other awesome brands out there uh sure has like a really good uh, microphone as well i think it's called the mv1 that's like a hundred bucks so if you want to invest if you have some you know some some uh, resources to invest in that i think that's really important because a lot of people may not watch the video, but they'll definitely listen in, you know, they need to listen in to get the, you know, your, your content. Mm. Um, yeah. So I would say those two, the things that you have to think about is like video, like the video and the audio. And so those are the two things. And then the lights and stuff, you know, you can kind of play around with that, but yeah, I showed you guys mine. Um, I just get mine from Amazon. Amazon has, uh, <laughs> has been a, an awesome resource during the lockdown here. <laughs> so um, I, I think yeah, they, they may yeah. have made a, a little bit of money in the process from all, all of our orders. <laughs> my goodness. Um, but yeah, oh, I, goodness, I would agree yeah. with you. And thank you so much for sharing that, that you don't need to start complicated, start it simple. Just, mm -hmm. I, I think, yeah, it is the advantage with using a computer over a, like a phone. I mean, one thing we've talked about is scheduling. You can't actually schedule from your phone. Do you, the only way to do it is from a computer. Yeah. So that's a really important thing. But um, yeah, that, that's great stuff. And then in terms of like other things, uh, you mentioned Ecamm Live for the switching. That's what I use. I use a Canon M50. So we've got a lot of income in there, uh, which is great. Yes. But do you, do you use any other, any other apps as well to help in your marketing and, and the promotion side of things? Yeah, um, I know that our team, so our team and I, and I as well, well, the team handles it. Um, we use Agora Pulse, you know, for scheduling all these things out. Um, you know, we talk about promoting uh, scheduled live streams. We use Agora Pulse for that. You'll see it, uh, you know, our tweets and our Facebook posts and all those things. Um, and then really, as far as like marketing, that's it. That's really all we use. Um, you know, we, we use Easel and Canva both uh, for designing thumbnails. That's really important, especially on YouTube. I mean, really everywhere, Facebook as well. Um, you know, you want to get people into those live streams and click that reminder button. Um, so yeah, I would say that those are the tools. I'm trying to think. I'm actually looking through my phone right now <laughs> to see what other apps. Uh, sometimes you just forget, you know. Um, There's so many. They're just there, there, but... Yeah, there are so many, but those are the two that I that's, definitely that's use. That's cool. That, that, that'll do. That's fine. And I, I'm a huge fan of Agora Pulse. I've uh, been uh, you know, friends with um, Emmerich for, for years. Uh, who's the uh, trade right. founder of, of Agora Pulse. And in fact, I'd love, we will be having, getting him on the show at some point soon because he's, he's awesome. Um, so that's great. I, I, uh, Terence is asking the question, which this is a really good question, actually. We were talking about deep links before. Can you use Bitly for deep links? And the answer to that is, unfortunately, as far as I've looked into it, you can't. You need to use a specialist mm -hmm. deep linking service. And the one that I use is URL Genius is the one. Uh, and that's, um, I've been playing around with that with my Messenger bot. I completely forgot to mention my messenger bot. So if you want to, if you want to uh, be notified for next time, I need to put this in my uh, run of show thing. Uh, but yeah, if you want to uh, find out, uh, be notified for next time, and also get my confidence guide, all you need to do is go to uh, confident.live forward slash subscribe. Confident.live forward slash subscribe. 
And you'll then get uh, an example of some deep linking using uh, URL Genius, so, uh, which is great. Uh, Sean says you can schedule lives via YouTube mobile now, which is interesting. So is this when you go live? Because I know one of the other things that you can get when you get to 1,000 subscribers is you can also uh, go live from your phone. Uh, so is that what yep. you're talking about? Do you, do you know anything about that, Rob? I'm not too. I'm not too familiar. Again, I, I, I've always just been doing all of the scheduling yeah. and everything on my uh, on my laptop. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can go live natively on YouTube yeah. after you have a once you get to a thousand yeah. subscribers. Um, I've done it a couple of times. Again, you can, um, but if you're just if you have access to your laptop, you just get a way better yeah. uh, also user experience. Agree. You know, I would agree. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're we're, we're out of time, but I did want to ask you. Um, about TubeBuddy, because of course you've got the TubeBuddy brand sure. on the t-shirt and stuff like that. And you know, I've followed TubeBuddy uh, for ages. I I feel I've I've got I've got an account, but I feel that I'm not using it at all. So just just um, let us know what TubeBuddy is. Um, there's probably a little sure. a little um, clue in the word tube in there that it might be something to do with <laughs> YouTube, maybe. But tell us more. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, no, really quick uh, 15 seconds about TubeBuddy is that uh, TubeBuddy has been around for about five, six years. Four, four founders, all developers, they've been creating YouTube software for over 10 years, even before, you know, YouTube was purchased by Google. Uh, so they know their way around it. We are we are uh, partnered with Google and with YouTube. Uh, we have over, I think, over 4 million YouTube channels that have our uh, tool installed and connected to their YouTube channels. So uh, an amazing community. So, yeah, we have over 80 different tools inside of the TubeBuddy platform to help all YouTube creators, you know, whether they're small starting or big commercial brands and uh, MCNs and all those big networks as well uh, that use our tools. So, so yeah, if you're interested, just head over to TubeBuddy.com. Um, all the information there, and you can get started for free. Definitely, definitely check out TubeBuddy.com. There's, there's so many resources. It's it's really really awesome. And one of the things I, I keep seeing at the moment, and uh, uh, I really want to get, I really want to get involved with this. Not that we want to play the numbers game. But there is this gamification in YouTube, but I've seen people sharing this. I've got a thousand subscribers and, and it's got the TubeBuddy <laughs> logo on there. So tell us about that. Is that, is that, is that a kind of little um, app within TubeBuddy that um, shows you those your, your growth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you install TubeBuddy, again, it's free. There's a free version uh, with over 30 different tools. That milestone is what we call it, is one of them. So... Yeah, Ian, you can get it now. Uh, so yeah, just head over and you, you awesome. connect it. Uh, there's, a, there's a really easy video that'll show you. It'll take you two seconds. Cool. And uh, yeah, just uh, it'll, it'll take up a lot of your time because you're like, ah, I'm so close. I'm so close <laughs> to my next milestone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't watch the Social Dilemma documentary on, on, on uh, oh. Netflix. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to get into <laughs> That's a really good movie, yeah, though. Yeah, it is. No, it is. It's very, very good. I definitely would recommend it. But um, uh, Sean, yeah. Sean says... <laughs> TubeBuddy is a mate to ride the train with. I like that. And uh, Terence says, uh, milestones are sweet. Uh, click magnet is the game changer. Fabulous. Yeah, that's a, new, that's a new feature. That's a new feature that we just launched that Ooh. Sean's referring to. But yeah, thanks, Sean. Oh, wow. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, well, well, well definitely. Well, we can, we definitely have to have you back on the show at some point. To, you know, we can talk more about these things. It's been a pleasure to have you on. So obviously, you can check out TubeBuddy at TubeBuddy.com. Where else can people um, find out more about you? You, you? you have carelessly scattered yourself across all the socials and, the, <laughs> and the, all the platforms. But where's the best place to check you out? Yeah, so anything TubeBuddy, so at TubeBuddy, I'm usually behind the scenes there. If you have any questions, just uh, message us. Uh, you can also obviously go to our YouTube channel. We, uh, we have a very healthy, growing, uh, good YouTube channel, um, you know, youtube.com forward slash TubeBuddy. And then for me, uh, just look me up on YouTube or Instagram is probably the second place that I hang out. And uh, feel free to connect with me, send me your questions in a DM. Uh, always happy to connect. So Thank you, Ian. I know, Ian, we're going to have you on our show next oh, week. Oh, that's true. With yes. Jeff and Grace. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, so we'll get to hang out again. That's going to be that's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. And if you're listening to the podcast, it just to, sorry, I have to do this, Rob, but uh, just to, to say Rob's last name is B-A-L-A-S-A-B-A-S. <laughs> have I got that right? There we go. B-A-L-A-S-A-B-A-S, which is a cool name. I like it. I like it. Um, Fab. Well, thank you so much, Rob. It's been great. And thank you so much if you've been watching live or the replay. Thank you so much if you have plugged us into your ears and listening to the podcast. If you want to find out more about the podcast, go to iag.me 
forward slash podcast that comes out every Friday, uh, the Confident Live Marketing Show. But until next time, I encourage you to level up your impact, authority, and profits to the power of Confident Live Video. See you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Confident Live Marketing Podcast with Ian Anderson Gray. Be sure to join the community at iag.me where you can continue to level up your impact, authority and profits through the power of live video. And until next time, toodaloo. Oh!